Welcome to the Financial Fun Podcast with your host, Tammy Johnston. This is where Tammy talks with business owner parents and grandparents about the interesting and important subject of money. We promise this to be an interesting and open discussion, as that's how we learn best. And now, here's your host, author of the Financial Foundations. Financial Foundations is a series of books to teach kids about money, goal setting, and living a balanced life. Find out more at financialfund.ca. Here's Tammy Johnston. First things first, I would like to thank all of my listeners that have subscribed and reviewed my podcast and invite you to subscribe and review if you haven't yet. I appreciate you helping us to get the word out and making financial literacy a safe and welcoming subject for kids and adults. Second, please check out my podcast website, financialfund.ca, where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Hello once again, and thank you for joining us for the Financial Fun Podcast. Today, our guest is the wonderful and interesting Deanna Jones. Thank you for joining us, Deanna. Thank you for having me. So, Deanna, tell us what is your business? What's got you excited? My business is uh, Jewelry for Life. Um, I started my own jewelry company after uh, years of doing direct selling and realized there's a demand for women who um, have an inner geek, um, who love you know, geeky jewelry, like comic book jewelry, sci-fi jewelry and all that stuff. But they also want jewelry um, to go to work with and to go out with. And a lot of companies don't have that, um, that you know, that much stuff. So we decided to have everything in one store that satisfies all your needs. So jewelry for life, high tops, you know, high heels, you know, whatever you need. And our logo is kind of like high tops to high heels, jewelry for your life. Very cool. As 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 a, as a woman with a huge, massive inner geek, <laughs> I can like me. I totally appreciate that. Like my husband and I are such nerds that we actually had a bit of Star Trek theme worked into our wedding. Like how pathetic is that? <laughs> um. Yeah, we have people that like we do Star Trek stuff. So we have like Star Trek pocket watches. Uh, we go to the Vulcan convention, uh, which is most, which is all Star Trek. Yeah. And we carry a lot of Star Trek jewelry. You know, and anything comic book, um, anything, we're getting more into anime because a lot of people are looking for anime, so that's kind of where we're going. Um, you can always check out our website, uh, bringingmedia2u.com, which has an online store, so you can kind of take a look at what we have. I've revamped the website a bit, so it's easier to look at um, everything. It's in a, their own category now instead of scattered everywhere, so that helps. Definitely simplified. And you, you ship everywhere, correct? I ship everywhere. Um, in Calgary, um, Airdrie in Cochrane is free delivery. I will hand deliver, like I will drive and deliver it myself. Ooh. Um, anywhere else, uh, it's a minimum $3 and 50 cents, uh, shipping cost. If it's like a large number of things, then we might have to alter the shipping, but usually it's about three fifty to ship. We're open, um, 365 days a year. So in case that Chris, you know, when people pop in at Christmas time and you weren't expecting them. Yeah. And you need that gift? Give me a shout. All good. And what's your family situation, Deanna? I've been married for 23 years to my husband Dan. Uh, we have two lovely children: my boy Victor, who's eight, and my daughter Yvonne, who's seven. Yes, they're a year apart, which <laughs> they're it's it can be difficult having um, them that close, but it's it's great too because they're each other's best friend and each other's worst enemy. So, but it's it's a good family life. I mean, we uh, 
we weren't expecting to have, we didn't want to have children when we first got married. And then all of a sudden we decided to go for it and do it. So, and, and obviously it, it, it has worked out for you. The children are still alive and you haven't tried to sell them. I've killed plants, but I haven't killed my children. So we're good. <laughs> Oh, uh, I think that, I, I, I've, I've never thought about with the daughter. She frustrates me a little bit because I, I am dealing with a teenager who speaks to me in very fluent eye rolls. But uh, ah, yes, I always kid people. I'm going. I don't, I don't believe in divorce. I do believe in murder, and I'm really good at dealing with bodies. <laughs> yeah, my uh, seven-year-old daughter acts like she's um, 18. She mm. is, she is very much like me. <laughs> she's, uh, she's fluent in sarcasm, so. And eye rolling, yes. So I get a lot of, uh, a lot of attitude from my daughter. Not so much from my son, mostly from my daughter, so. I, I, I only have the daughter, so that's what I deal with. And she's, she is pretty, she is pretty good. And it's such a blessing and a curse, because there's so much of me in her, and I'm going, oh, damn it, this is gonna come back and bite me in the arse. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, sometimes I go look at my son, and I'm like, oh, you know, he's so much like his dad, because I mean, Victor is, He's very, he likes to do drawings and he's getting so great at art and he's doing all this other stuff. And then I'm like, I don't see much of me in him. And all of a sudden he's like, can we watch the movie Aliens? And I'm like, oh, there I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, or he'll trip out a pebble and I'm like, oh, there I am again. Okay. So we're good. So there is some of me in there. So <laughs> there, there, there's always some of, of, of each parent, but yeah, it's typically the one, one is a bit more, more dominant, like. My daughter is very, very much me, but then, then there's some things that are just, oh yeah, there's, there's Greg, <laughs> there's a big yeah. streak of Greg right there. <laughs> and I've, and I've raised, and I've raised nerds, so, um, you know, we went and saw the, the, the Batman Lego movie, and both my kids in the movie theater yelled out, Dalek! So, oh. I know I'm doing something right. <laughs> so. And people just kind of looked at them, and I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, hey, you know what? Raising geeks, you could do a whole heck of a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, and then they used, yeah, so they're wonderful. They make everything worth it, you know? And uh, they're also, they contribute a lot to the store, too. Oh, so tell me about that. How how are they contributing that way? Um, what they do is, like, they'll say, you know, oh, Mom, I really like, you know, like, they we watch Disney XD a lot. Okay. Um, and my daughter's, one of my daughter's favorite shows is Star Butterfly. And she's like, we don't have any Star Butterfly stuff in our store. Mm. I'm like, oh, well, maybe we'll have to look at that. And then my son goes, Mom, we need bugs and resin necklaces and keychains and stuff like that because, you know, boys like bugs. Oh, so they're thinking about how to how to expand your marketplace and things like that. They are, and they're involved too because um, one thing that we try and do is we want to involve them because we want it to be a family business. So I want to teach them early about um, marketing, um, buying stuff, looking at, you know, things – and selling too, because when they come to the cons, the like the expos and stuff like that, yeah. they'll come to the table and they'll help sell things. Oh, children are the best salespeople. They are, and they're cheap. <laughs> We're not supposed to let that secret out that we that we exploit our children as slave labor. I know. But, you know, like I said to my daughter, I said, you know, when you grow up, what are you going to do? And she's like, well, I want to be a veterinarian, but I also want to help build the, you know, build your business. And they're using words like that now, which makes me happy that we're teaching them about building a business. Um, they'll wear like jewelry at school, like some of their necklaces and stuff that they get from me. And other kids will go, where'd you get that from? And Victor's like, oh, my mom, she sells this and her website is, and he's memorized my website. Oh my goodness. Well, he's probably still... His friends are probably still a little bit young to have their own 
smartphones and stuff. But I know. Soon he'll be able to just give me your phone. I'll punch in the website for you. I know, but and like his, like when I, like some of his teachers will say, "Oh, you know, that's a really cool necklace," and he's like, "Oh, my mom does it," and you know, and then all of a sudden I have a teacher asking me after school about my jewelry, right? Oh my. So yeah, our parents will come up to me and say, "Well, my son said that you have a store that you got, you know, this," and I'm like, "Oh yeah." So when the fidget spinner craze came out, yeah, I had got my kids a couple of fidget spinners. And they were small and not, like, there was no holes in them. They were small and, and that kind of stuff. And all these parents kept coming up to me and ordering them. Oh, my. Yeah, I was really, you know, I was like, wow. I didn't that, want to sell that, That's marketing that works, dear. That's marketing that works. It works. Then my kids to school with stuff, and then hopefully the parents will see it, and then, you know. Yeah, little fashion models. Yes. So, right. obviously, they are very much paying attention to the business and stuff like that. What are some of the other questions and comments that you're hearing? Because they're... Being seven and eight, that's quite young. Like, most people would never think about kids paying attention or asking stuff like that. And I'm going, you're underestimating kids then. <laughs> you really are. I mean, they're, they're smart kids. Um, you know, when they, when they ask, like, what do I do for a living? Like, when people ask, what does your mom do for a living? Um, my kids say, well, my mommy works from home. Or, you know, Victor is getting to learn the word entrepreneur. Oh, that's, that, that's one of my favorite words, personally. And I say, well, I'm an entrepreneur, but you should say a mommypreneur. A mommypreneur. <laughs> because I'm a mommy and an entrepreneur, so I'm a mommypreneur. Yes, you're a mommypreneur. Um, it, you know, and part of our thing is, like, when they're in shows and stuff like that, and they ask financial questions, too. I mean, they do ask, you know, how, you know, how are we paying for this? How are we doing this? And I'm also teaching them how to save money, because when they want to go to these expos, Mm-hmm. they have to learn. I say, well, you need to save your money because if you want to buy something, you have to have money, right? Yep. And I said, that's why mommy works and daddy works is because we can't buy things without money. So they're starting to learn how to save things. And now, because usually they would go and they were just running by the first thing they saw at the expo. Now I'm saying shop around, look around, know your money, know where, you know, know how to spend it properly. Yeah, well, be be conscious and aware of the choices that you are making. Because, yeah, it's very common with kids, and some people never outgrow it, but they're such the first shiny object that catches their attention, and their money's gone. Well, see, Victor is very, very, he holds his money tight. Like, he has to think really hard about before he spends his money. Yvonne, on the other hand, will go and spend all her money on candy immediately. <laughs> and I'll be like... No, and she's like, it's my money. I get to do what I want. And I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> so trying to get the trying to get her to actually save some money is really hard. But for him, he'll hold on to it and he'll save it. Um, we'll go out and there'll be something that he'll want, and he'll go, well, I have that much money at home, but I don't have it on me. And I'm like, okay, well, when we get home, you can pay me back. Mm -hmm. So when we get home, he goes into his wallet and says, here's how much I owe you. Oh, so he, he even keeps track of reminds you don't you don't have to remind him. No, he's getting better at that and that's part of the training and that's why I wanted them part of the business too, because I need them to understand how how business works. Yes. Because even at their age they need to know what fine like how to handle money, like what is money. Because I don't I've seen kids like myself personally, at their age I had no concept of money. Most don't because parents completely shelter the kids from it and then we send them off out into the big bad world and they don't have a clue about anything. Well, I mean, in like the books that you wrote, we uh, were, you know, Dan and I both read them and we were going, if I knew this stuff when I was younger, our lives would have been a lot different than they are now. 
Yeah, exactly. That's that's the main. That's one of the main reasons I wrote the books because I'm going. We need to start educating and just opening up the conversation much much sooner. Like it's not an option. It is an absolute necessity. Yeah, and um, we talk about credit cards because, like, we'll go shopping and Yvonne's like, "How are you paying for that money?" And I'm like, well, I'm paying with my bank card. Is that the same as a credit card? No, a bank card is different than a credit card. And so I've explained to them what a credit card versus a bank card is. Oh, my. Because they have, I mean, they catch on to things. And I don't think people realize how much children actually see. I don't tell my children, you know, this is how much my mortgage is or this. Because they don't yeah. need to know that. Yeah. What they need to know is that a credit card means you're borrowing money from somebody else. Yeah. And you have to pay it back. And if you don't, you're going to be paying a whole heck of a lot more. Yeah, and I, you know, you have to pay them back. And it's funny because Victor says, well, it sounds like, you know, the bounty hunters, like, uh, you know, the, like Jabba the Hutt. Because you yeah. borrow money from Jabba the Hutt, and then Jabba the Hutt sends people after you to collect the money that you owe them. And I'm like, yeah, but the bank, I said, that's, the banks aren't that bad. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was actually going to say Jabba the Hutt's friendlier. Um. <laughs> uh, that's what I was going to say. I mean, but it's funny because when you, when we talk about that, and then he references Star Wars and like, you know, other stuff. And it's all about um, them, you know, having a something to look at and go, okay, I understand the reference now. Yeah. Right? Job of the hot, you borrow money from him or whatever. Yeah. And you owe him money, then you get, you know, then you can end up like Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't pay it back. Um, but, I mean, it's a point of reference, right? So it helps them understand. I mean, and that's what I think, too, is that parents need to talk to, Open up to their kids about what's going on. I mean, don't give them all the dirty details because kids don't need that on them. No, and, and, and especially when they're younger, they wouldn't understand it anyway. But the more you talk about it and, and they learn the concepts and, and how to ask questions. Like you said, the, a lot of kids think that the credit cards are just the magic machine that let you pay for everything. And that's that's the only concept they have of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like when we like, and if they don't have money, like if they, we go out and they don't have any money to buy something that they want, then I say, well, then you need to do chores. Then you need to work for that. Mm -hmm. So we're teaching them that, you know, because I said, you know, if daddy didn't go to work, daddy wouldn't get me money. So then we wouldn't have, you know, food, housing. I said, so if you want stuff, you have to work for it. Yep. And I, you know, and I said, like, when we had our children, like when um, I got laid off in 2008, and we decided to have children, you know, it was a tough go because we had one income now and having children, right? Yep. And you're used, you're used to having no children and two incomes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, we've had to, you know, tighten our belts a lot and, and more over the years, too, with the kids and stuff. But, I mean, the thing is, I'm choosing to stay home. I'm trying to, you know, do my business. My husband is very supportive of me running my business. Mm -hmm. He's doing all that he can to make sure that I, you know, I'm not feeling guilty. Which is absolutely wonderful and, and have, being able to balance that out. It's tough. I mean, he, when I'm doing shows on the weekends, which are mostly when my shows are, he takes the kids. He's, he's taking care of the kids. He's, that's his job. That's his part of his role in the company, other than, you know, financing me a little bit. Yeah. Um, is to help take care of the kids. Like he says, yeah. my job during the week is to take care of the kids. His job on the weekends when I'm working is to take care of the kids. And a lot of people, you know, it doesn't work for everybody, right? I don't want to get up another full-time job and miss out on things that I should be doing, especially within the community, too, with helping kids at the school, you know, helping them learn to read and all that kind of stuff and doing all that volunteering. 
Yeah. I need to be able to be able to do that too. And if I'm working full time, I can't do that. No, you you can't. One one of the major advantages that I found because I planned on going into business because my husband and I were talking about having our daughter. We're going, we don't want to be doing the daycare and all this stuff. And I still I still need to be working for my sanity and the finances. But I want to be able to have that flexibility to go be pizza mom and do the things that I need to do to extend help out around the school and stuff like that. And yeah. having my own business and setting my own hours, which are usually insane and way longer than normal people that work. Yeah. But I don't have to ask permission or, or duck out. I just schedule it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm up to one o'clock in the morning working on my website, it's because I want to. It's not because, you know, I'm on, you know, I'm on a deadline. It's because maybe they had a school field trip and I went on the school field trip for the day. Yeah. You know, and said, you know, I'm out working today. And and what what do the what do the kids think of, of of how you are balancing the time and stuff? Like, do they notice that yes, you make sacrifices, but you're able to be a lot more involved than some of the other kids' parents for the simple fact that you do set your own hours? Well, they love it. I mean, because they can re- like the teachers too. Like the kids and the teachers know that they can rely on me. Yeah. They know they can come to me and say, "Hey, we're in a bind. We got an in school you know field trip." Sorry for the late, you know, short notice, you know, at eight, you know, eight forty five in the morning. They're like, we have a in school field trip for short parents. Can you come and do this at 10 a.m.? Yeah, they know I can do that. And the kids know I can just kind of pop in there and they know that I'm home. Right. They know that I'm here for them and that anything happens that I'm going to come get them. Like, Or, you know, if Dan's if Dan's home, he's there, too. They like it because they like having me somewhere near. And that's hard for them when they go back to school because they're with me all summer. Ah. That when they go back to school, they miss me. <laughs> you know, I have I have an introvert who barely speaks, so she she's like, "Oh, you're here, are you?" <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to those days where my kids, you know, put me on complete ignore, like, but not now. It's like, yeah, not not yet. You're not ready for that. <laughs> and right now, it's still like my daughter will be sitting on the couch and her drink will be on the table, and she'll be like, "Can you get me a drink?" And I'm like, "Why can't you just bend over and get it?" Yeah, I don't, I don't, my, one of my favorite things for my daughter when she'll, she'll be her little goofy self and stuff like that. She'll ask for something that's right in front of her or whatever and I'm going, turn around. Nope, I don't see no anvil tied to your ass. You can go yeah. leave yourself, princess. My favorite one is I, you have two legs and a heartbeat. Go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, you know, and being able to, you know, be home and being able to be available for them at school and then being able to work from home. And not having a boss, like I mean, I can go drop them off and come home, yep. and sit in front of the computer and work all day long, and then run and go get them, and you know, or work in my bedroom. Like having um, the technology that we do now, I can build my website anywhere. I can do work. I mean, even when we're on field trips, when the kids are eating lunch, I might do work while I'm they're eating lunch, right? Oh yeah, my my smartphone has been wonderful because I'm going I get my email on it, and I'm going, okay, I can deal with an email from my cell phone while, like, yeah, a field trip or out and about, and it just allows me to have that freedom, like, the technology, the internet, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, for me, like, having, because with having uh, my business online and having it through Square, I can do a lot of things, like, I can pull up and adjust my website on my iPhone or on my iPad. Mm-hmm. Or answer questions and all that stuff while I'm out and about. So my business is on the go with me. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I may not be able to add, you know, do like add photos and, you know, 
on that kind of stuff while I'm out and about, but I can certainly answer questions. Give it, and, give it a little bit. I'm sure they'll figure that one out too, dear. I'm, I'm, no, I'm sure I can figure, I, it's not that I, I don't know how, it's not yeah. that I, I can't do it, it's like I haven't tried yet because yeah. I don't want to be, I don't think I'm ready to take that step where I'm always out and I'm like, oh, I gotta do this and on the, you know, I'd rather just do that at home. Yeah. No, no, I fully understand. Yeah, it's tough sometimes not to, you know, want to work while you're with the kids and stuff, but, you know, it's easy. Like my, like my job now is, gives me the flexibility to be able to do that, to go out and work while I'm with the kids and work at home and like out and about. So I don't have stuck at a desk. I'm not stuck at a nine to five job. I'm stuck on a whatever time I want to job. And I encourage like, and like our company also, we've, um, I'm starting to encourage local artists yep. that maybe can't afford to go like to the comic cons and the, and, and those expos, which are like, you know, up to a thousand dollars for a table. Yeah. They can be quite pricey. <laughs> they can be. Yeah. I know they can be quite pricey. I just had to pay out a one. Um, encouraging them, like if they can't afford the table that I can sign to them. Mm-hmm. So I let them put their product on our table. Oh, and with their cards and everything. So they're getting, so local artists are getting out there. Yeah. That are making jewelry or making stuff, but can't afford the table, but I will put some of their stuff on our table and promote them as long, you know, and also my Facebook page. Um, I promote them too on our Facebook page. Look, check out local artists. So, and so you can buy some of their products from our store. Yeah. Um, because not everybody has the funds to do that. And if I help promote local artists, it's helping them, it's, you know, giving them a hand up and it doesn't hurt me to do any of that. No, and that's that's what more people need to get. Like it help helping helping one another. Like if the good business and stuff like that. Like especially when they're just starting out and they're they're learning and it's things like that. And I I love love what you're doing with that. Like that that's how more businesses and people need to interact. It's win win all the way around. That's what we need to do as small businesses. We need to promote other businesses that are small. Because the only way we're going to succeed, I think, is giving a hand up and not doing, you know, and not putting a hand down. Yeah, exactly. And especially with women who are starting out in their own businesses, um, I like to give them, you know, extra help, even if it's just advice on what to do and what not to do, because I need to empower them. Because if women are empowered, it might encourage them to follow their dreams a little more. I mean, I'm lucky that I got that my husband said, follow your dream. Because he says, I can't do my job forever. So he says, we would need something to fall back on. He goes, we can fall back on your job. That's what we need to do. He gives me a hand up. I need to give a hand up to other women and other men too. But helping women move forward and maybe, you know, they have a product or something that they're making that they don't think anybody's going to buy. Well, I want to encourage them to, you know, go out there and do stuff like that. Well, yeah. Learn, try things, put it out there. Like. Yeah, so many women in particular hold back and second guess and doubt so much that it doesn't help anyone. It, no, it doesn't. And that's part of what of what our philosophy too is with bringing beauty to you is the reason why it's called bringing beauty to you is because we want to bring beauty to the world. We want to bring beauty to everybody and either through our jewelry or through helping women find who, you know, find their clothing style, their hairstyle, whatever, helping women in that consulting side of it finding their woman again. I mean, cause I mean, I went through years with having both kids being a mom and a wife. Where was the woman though? The woman was missing, right? Cause I was like, 
hair tied up in a bun, sweatpants, you know, running shoes and no makeup. And and then all of a sudden I'm like, I need to be a woman. I don't feel like a woman anymore. This is what I feel like is I'm mom and wife. And then I went out and found all that stuff. And so I, I you know, want to encourage women to do that too. Get out of the sweatpants, get out of the, you know, and find your inner beauty and let it shine. It doesn't, you don't need to follow the trends or like the clothing trends and go and like buy expensive clothes. Like, let's just figure that out. That's the consulting side is I want women to go back and being women, feeling confident, you know, feeling that. I, and it's all about encouraging and bringing the beauty to you is what I, I mean, I brought my beauty to myself and I need to do that to other women just to help everybody out. Cause that's my job. That's my job as a human being is to help other people. That is excellent. So to wrap up. Yes. So if you could make sure that your two kids fully get three financial lessons when when you send them out the house they're on their own what three things do you want to make sure that your kids know so that you feel you've been successful um i want them to know how to save money um that credit cards are not the answer because that's a tough lesson yep and to and to be wise about where they spend their money those are the things that I, I think they need to know. I mean, those are things that I wasn't taught. So saving money, credit cards are bad, and knowing, you know, how to spend your money properly. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to visit with us. It was a great conversation. Thank you very much for uh, having me on. It was great. You have a good one, my dear. You too. Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundations Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fund, and Instagram at Financial.Fund. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Financial Fun Podcast. Join Tammy Johnston again next week. For more information, please visit financialfun.ca.